0: Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. We hope that wherever you are, whether it's winter, night, spring, summer, whatever's going on for you, we hope that it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, that you're happy and fulfilled, which is really the subject of today's show. We're gonna talk about happiness and your vibration and your frequency and how do you get there and how do you maintain it? How do you recognize it? Um, I actually think I could talk about this topic forever because it's something that needs to really be strong in our consciousness. And when the majority of the human population vibrates on a lower frequency, it's just so much easier to be there. It's easier to hang out. I mean, even television, I, as I go through all those shows, you know, when I get off work, I like to... Watch a little Hulu and you know, kind of chill, decompress, and as everyone should, right? And as I'm looking, you know, my vibration's been up all day. At least that's my 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 joy, my plan, and my uh, concentration. But as I'm going through the show list, I'm like, okay, well, that'll lower my frequency. That'll lower my frequency. That'll lower my frequency. And there are some comedy shows that don't have a lot of sarcasm that would heighten my frequency, but they're only on for like 30 minutes. You know, so I get, and then I I watch. You know, Hulu, which doesn't have a lot of commercials, so we're like at 22 minutes, really.
1: Or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. But you can stockpile all of it. That's and just true. And keep it going.
0: This is true. So, you know, I can watch a couple, but like even last night, I watched a show that I do like. I won't mention the title of it, but it did lower my frequency because there's like <laughs> death and mm. killing. It's and- all part of life. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if we need to be watching it on TV so true. much. True, you really know? true. So we're going to be talking about frequency and, of course, um, and the blob.
1: The warm blob. Yeah. Not just any blob. The The warm warm blob. blob. I was specific going leading into my traffic and coming
0: out. Yes, amazing. We need
1: to fill people in what this is about. (laughs) Come on, Marie. So
0: uh, waters in a huge area of the Pacific are running 5.5 degrees warmer than normal. And these areas of water are not little. Uh -uh. They are 1,000 miles long, 1,000 miles wide, and 100 yards deep in 2014. And it has grown this year. Fascinating.
1: We've seen many cases, of course, with the wildlife trans like migrating further up to getting trapped in these, wow. for example. I mean, if you, the whales, I mean, it's, it's sharks. I've seen stories on sharks where they're swimming further and further up. They're getting trapped up here in these warm pockets. Right. And they can't find their way back. Even right. because prehistorically or however you want to go back, they've traditionally ran those way, you know, uh, large, warm, pockets. warm yeah, right. pockets, which are traveling... Too far north, right? And it's only because of I personally think us we're not helping. Right?
0: It's global warming. Totally. Um, it's mm-hmm. So yeah, CNN reports that marine life seen swimming in unusual places. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Warmer than they should be. No <laughs> snow where there should be feet of it. Some scientists are saying the blob could be playing a factor. Uh, and and the blob doesn't sound very worrisome to a lot of people just by its name, but it truly is a worrisome thing. In um, the warmer temperatures. Uh, they're not due to more heating, but less winter cooling. A recent news release from the University of Washington announcing studies um, where they do research with uh, this uh, or with organizations like NOAA. According to New Scientist magazine, some marine species are exploring the warmer waters, leading some fish to migrate. As you said. Hundreds of miles from their normal habitats, Um, so some fishermen have been interviewed um, off the coast of Alaska and Washington. They've seen some beluga whales, which have never been seen in our area, Mm -hmm. or I mean, unless of course they were pygmy killer whales, also not um, a normal species for our area. And what they are also finding is that um, that some of the migrating salmon, the young salmon, aren't going to have enough food to eat perhaps this year because the warm temperatures are killing off the food sources that they use before they move upstream so it's
1: frustrating to hear obviously and in, uh, in post Earth Day which was yesterday yes ho- I hope everyone... that's why I
0: was so interested in this topic yep. is happy Earth Day hope
1: everyone hugged a tree or something Oh familiar. hugged a tree
0: I listened to owls this morning at 3 o'clock they woke me up yeah Oh my goodness gracious! You it, was you yeah, it was stunning. Yeah, loved stun- it. <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, um, they've also been um, noticing emaciated and dehydrated sea lions along mm. the California coast because they're not their food sources are also changing because the waters are the blobs yeah. are heating up the water. Um, so of course, I, I've wanted to do a little bit more research about global warming, and one of the things that has shown up as a major problem is actually our farm animals. So we have you know gazillion farm animals on the planet, and global warming uh, is affected by maintaining these animals, their waste factors. We feed them corn and soil, which actually is a, a more nitrogen-based um, agriculture. And so we're heating up the planet because of partially our uh, meat consumption. So I was kind of thinking maybe we can get away way for the blobs to shrink a little bit, which would be nice, be or the goal. right, or at least not continue to produce. Is maybe don't eat a meat product twice a week. Twice a week, do your very best um, not to eat meat. So that means um, no butter, milk, egg, no hamburgers. Maybe have a veggie burger and a protein plant shake. So, um, so there's a lot of changes happening in the global warming um, because of. 56 billion land animals are reared and slaughtered for human consumption annually, and livestock um, are expecting to double by 2015. So just think about how it just takes a lot to house these animals and take care of them and to feed them. And we feed them high protein, which also produces more of the nitrogen gases that lead to the global warming problem. So I think if we just you know, try to eat a little less meat product, which actually could be great for cholesterol levels. You know, Americans already have an obesity factor and heart disease is the leading cause of death in the U.S. So maybe a couple of days of vegetables and um, some vegetable plant-based protein shakes and um, kind of think about it as lint. I remember when I was a kid, we oh, yeah. mm-hmm. at Fridays, you know, we ate fish. And if you buy wild-caught salmon... Then you're, you know, they're not part of the farm for do, produced right. um, fish, and so they're in their natural resources. They're eating natural products. Their waste is actually being utilized for um, the environment in a positive way. So I think that that's a big part of our problem. Yeah,
1: if you're, you're you're helping yourself and the planet. Why right. not? Why not? I mean, it just
0: makes sense. Right, right. It says that burning fossil fuels to produce fertilizers for feed crops may emit uh, emit. 41 million metric tons of CO2 per year. So I think that our farm animals have a lot to do with it. Plus, that's the largest growing area of land on the planet is actually for farm production. And of course, when we have to create a reduction in forest, then we're having problems with our CO2 mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So um, at any rate, something to think about. Um, maybe not have your own secret lint. It doesn't have to be Catholic in nature, but a way where you... Find a couple days a week where you reduce your animal intake. It would be good for your body and good for the planet and maybe shrink some blobs.
1: There's really no ex- – yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> There's no explanation needed. Just you choose to if someone asks. You just what? If someone asks, you just you choose to reduce the warm blob and yeah. then they can go look.
0: Right. You can, and right, right they can figure it's fascinating, it out themselves. you know. Right. although I am hoping to see a pygmy killer whale. Or a beluga one, um That'd when be I'm, adorable. Wouldn't really? that be adorable when, like when, I'm when I'm off the sandwich? <laughs> <ones>? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so for the moment for the Northwest it might be kind of fun to have some <laughs> global warming. But, you know, if it if it continues, it won't be fun for any of us, right?
1: Seemed like everything's going smaller. There's like the <laughs> little uh there's an uh, Alaskan malamute
0: uh, oh, really? mix
1: between I think it's a pug. It's a pugsky, I think. Right? Oh, I will have to look it up for you. It's a literally <laughs> it really adorable. adorable, yeah. But imagine the two together. So you have a really <laughs> high alpha, strung out kind of husky, gotta play all the time, and then a little yapper. Aww. I mean, but it's adorable. adorable, Like Literally, I think it's called a pugsky.
0: <laughs> it sounds adorable. It sounds fantastic. Have to look it up. Yeah. So on top of you know just some local information about. Uh, Earth Day and ways that we could protect our beautiful gorgeous stunning planet so that I can wake up again at 3 o'clock in the morning and listen to Owl's hooting their brains out um with my kitty cats it was quite amazing it was a good 40 minutes of hooting um and screeching so there was i think a couple variations of owls in the backyard or maybe young owls and a mommy owl having a conversation i'm not really sure what was going on but it was quite um delicious you live
1: on your own little nature sanctuary uh, i know back i'm there telling now.
0: you i'm Gee. like i'm i'm you know cuz where the home was built it used to be on old farmland so i'm like wow Perfect. There must have been a lot of creatures living where a lot of houses are now. And so I feel kind of bad about that, seriously. But I feel grateful that I get to, um, you know, be close to this now preserved area and listen to all the beautiful, lovely creatures back there. So we're talking about how not to be sad. And, Mm -hmm. of course, some of the things I just said may have made you sad. And what I would prefer that you do is to be empowered and go ahead and have – a a vegetarian meal (laughs) and feel like you're helping the planet and also helping your cholesterol level to be a little bit lower and, um, you know, do something positive but in a happy place. Don't eat that vegetarian meal worried and stressed out about the planet, but actually out of joy and gratitude for all the beauty that we still have here. We're very, very lucky to live on this massive, gorgeous, green water source of play and fun. So why don't we go ahead and and take a phone line before our first break?
1: Sure. And if you'd like to join us on Marie's show today, 877-825-8828 is the number, 877-825-8828. We're discussing about happiness, the warm blob, lots of great things. And it's a palm ski. By the way, not it's a Pugsky, a, it's a oh. so it's a Pomeranian meets Husky. Oh, super wow. adorable. I'll show you a picture at the break. So, Morgan from Southern California is uh, on the line with us. Morgan, welcome to the show. What's up?
0: Yeah, hi. Um, hi, Marie. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm okay. Well, hey, not couple... really. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a, yes. a
2: physical situation and an emotional situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm just writing out your energy right now because, you know, I was thinking about the blobs um, and so I was a little slow in writing out your energy and just showing the video camera, my little stick person with arrows and chakras and because I do this for every caller. And of course, whenever I do Skype sessions. And um, so that's how I knew that you were upset, even though you said, oh, good, you know, and I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> Um, so, so, um, you have a, a fairly large leak out of the root chakra, which is an indicator of some emotional thing going on. It could be family related, actually, because yeah. the, fir- the first chakra is first family, right? So it's about family and, and all of that. And then you have this interesting thing going on at the tip of the crown. So the crown chakra it moves into the top of the head and it moves into the skull and it actually affects the neurological system and all of your skin. So there's this interesting, um, I don't know exactly what it's doing. It's just brought my attention. I drew a circle around the tip. So, how's the family life? Um,
2: I have a, a not a good situation with my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's she has little babies, and she stopped letting my husband and me see her about see them and her about eight months ago.
0: Oh, well, that wasn't very nice. Didn't feel very good. <laughs> yeah. And so, did you talk to her about this? She doesn't want to talk to me. Okay. And are you respecting her privacy? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, because I think that is a little bit to do with it. Do you like to kind of control things a little bit?
2: Um, I guess the easy answer would be yes, although <laughs> I, I don't know that that's really true. I like to do what's best for everyone.
0: Right. But, you know, in other words, and have I spoken to you before? No. Oh, this is the first time. Okay. Um, so somehow your daughter feels that that you, you know, you want things done a certain way, so sort to of speak. You, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can disagree with anything I say.
2: Well, you know, I don't know what's going on with her, so it could be true. Mm-hmm.
0: And... You know, as as a parent, as you know, because your daughter has her own issues. She hasn't done a lot of emotional inner work, and she really needs to for her own health and well-being. So she's easily triggered. She's kind of defended. She has a lot of what I would call defense mechanisms around her. And so whenever you're, you're welcomed back into her life, you will be, by the way. This is not permanent, just temporary. Whenever that happens, I want you to, like try not to speak or interject even though you're right I'm not I think that things that you interject about are excellent and wonderful and good but if you're if you want to spend time around these grandbabies then I think you need to not interject and just be present and just have a wonderful time to the best of your ability even though you want to fix things and change things and make things different don't because she finds it offensive and disrespectful
2: yeah I mean I I know that about her and I really thought I was being so careful but you know because she is really sensitive and who knows
0: yeah I wouldn't call it sensitive I would call it defensive she's very defensive because if she was really truly sensitive she would be able to read how much you love her and how much you love these babies and how you want everybody to be okay but so she's I wouldn't put her in the sensitive category she's defended so she's um, she's going to overreact to things unnecessarily and inappropriately. So you're just going to have to, it's going to be uncomfortable for you. You're going to have to sit on your hands and bite your tongue and your lips, probably a little bit of discomfort for you so that you can maintain this connection to your children because your daughter's going to change over time. and And then you'll be able to graciously start to help out in the ways that you want to. But until you gain her trust, whenever she lets you back into the, into the lair um, you know you'll just have to um, be quiet while you're in there okay good advice thank you yeah and I, I'm sorry it's happening I really am but it's okay it's it's fine she's going to get over whatever it is that you said that you don't remember that really wasn't that big of a deal and she'll let you back in and then just be really quiet and then mm-hmm. things will start to shift
2: and you don't think and I shouldn't contact her I should wait
0: I would wait a little bit I would I would wait mm-hmm. yeah I would wait okay yeah just chill and wait
2: okay and okay. can yeah. I ask you about something going on with my body? yeah go right ahead. Well, I have a pretty good problem with my hips and mm-hmm. and uh but they've been improving but mm-hmm. i also um the other night I had a uh, muscle spasm in my leg and um and I'd been taking uh, three different things that supposedly enhance serotonin production hmm And I just, I was a little worried that maybe I had uh, caused myself serotonin syndrome or something. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I mean, I would make sure that you're taking a healthy dosage of the serotonin and not too much. That's, you know, that's one of the hard parts about holistic medicine is that it looks like it's so innocent, but yes, it's very powerful. And sometimes we take more than we should and we don't get our levels checked. Like if if we were taking prescription medicine, we would know the exact dosage to take and most likely, if there were any potential side effects, our physician would be checking um, through you know, blood samples to make sure that we weren't taking toxic amounts. So that is the tricky part of holistic medicine, although I prefer it. I think it's preventative. I, I would back down a little bit on it. But I think I must be in nerves because the seventh chakra governs the neurological system, the, especially peripheral nerves. So I think you've got nerves activated in your hip.
2: Well and right now, so what uh-huh. happened is right after that I got a herpes break
0: out of ah, like double- and that's definitely the neurological system, right? So Yeah. So but- hips hips are about moving forward in one's life. And and for you, at least in this subject matter regarding your daughter, it's about letting her be an authority, even if you don't like the way she parents or the way she talks to her children or any of those things, your job is not to interrupt her and guide her, even though your guidance is excellent. Your job is to let her figure that out on her own and when she's ready to ask for help. So that's a big letting go that's going to help with your neurological system because when we tighten our body, then the nerves sometimes can get um, inflamed. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of relax. Just really relax and, and don't be so worried about the grandbabies and know that they've chosen the perfect mother for them and whatever it is that they wish to experience while they journey here on earth. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm just so sad because I'm missing out on their life.
0: Well, let's get happy, which we're going to talk about after we take a break, because when you shift your vibration, everything changes. And thank you so much, Morgan, for calling in. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We will be right back. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about how to be happy. And there are plenty of things on the planet in your life that can make you feel the complete opposite of happy, just like when we were talking about the blob, even though the pygmy whales and the belugas are kind of cool, <laughs> you know, the overall you know, representation of what this means to us on a planet eh, doesn't make me like, you know, spark my energy into high vibration of joy. Nevertheless, in order to create what you want in your life, you, you have to, and, and I, I know I hate to say you have to, but... You have to be on a vibrational frequency of what you want. So in order for us to change global warming, of course, maybe not eat meat twice a week. <laughs> it's a start. It's a start, right? Maybe once. Maybe once. Yeah, Even just try one day it. a week, just right? It. Just one one day a week. Yeah. yeah. Um so along with that, we also have to heighten our frequency because there are thousands of levels of perception, opportunities and different outcomes that exist in different vibrational frequencies. So if we're all vibrating on sorrow or disappointment or pain about any subject matter in our life, then that becomes the clear perception that it's available to us. And, and that's it, because we're stuck in a cosmic microcosm of all the potentials that can happen on that vibration. If you change your vibration towards happiness, even over a difficult matter, by focusing on what you want out of the situation, which means you have to ask yourself, like Morgan who we spoke to, I think she needs to ask herself, what do I really want regarding my daughter and my grandchildren? Instead of... Oh, what am I afraid of and what's happening because that's where she's been vibrating and she hasn't noticed change yet. And it's been eight months, I believe she said. So if Morgan were to say, what do I want? I'm sure the answer would be, I would love to have a relationship with my daughter, a healthy, fun one and beautiful interaction with my grandchildren. That's what she wants. Well, that desire is on a different frequency. It's not on the sad frequency, disappointed, oh my God, my daughter doesn't love me or whatever it is that we might be thinking about a situation. It vibrates on a completely different molecular movement of subatomic particles. So you, in order to get to that place, you have to elevate your mood to match that particle formation. So asking yourself, what do I want is the first part of getting to that place. Cause you first have to be clear about what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And then you have to heighten your frequency to be in that place. Even though it doesn't exist in your life currently, if you can get your own molecular structure, your own energy, which believe me, it takes seconds to get there Um, If you allow yourself to be there and hold it for even like five minutes once a day, you're going to then connect to that perception place and allow it to come into your life. It's that easy. And this is based on quantum physics because every vibrational pattern that exists has its own reality. And every time you change your vibrational pattern in your body, you create a new reality. So let's create the realities we want. Why don't we go ahead and go to the um, phone line?
1: Sure. And if you'd like to join us or if you're just tuning in, it's the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about warm blobs and lots of other crazy great (laughs) things here and making us happy on this great big blueberry of a planet we have. <laughs> we like blueberries, so they're good for you, too. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight is the number. Join us. We'll take now Robin calling in from Connecticut. So, Robin, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Hi, Marie. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm great. Good. So, so, uh, so. <laughs> because even though when you say great, yeah. I didn't feel a lot of vibration, although you know, when I go into your body, it is vibrating high. So yeah, even, even though you were kind of monotoned a little bit with your great, which is, which kind of makes sense because sometimes I was recently at a coffee, I was at a coffee shop getting something for my assistant and I and I saw this woman that I hadn't seen in a long time. I mean, like years and years and years. And she asked me, how are you? And I said, awesome. And I I don't think she knew what to say after that. She was just because most people aren't used to us answering amazing, you know, cause it, where they're used to saying, oh, well, you know, I'm fine, but my car broke down last week and then and we get to talk about that, so I think sometimes you might lower your response so that people feel comfortable around you. But you're doing wonderful. Thank you. Yeah.
3: I, I I do. I feel I feel great. I feel excited, and Yay. I love everything you just said.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. So, what can I do for you?
3: So, um, it's time for a change for my husband and myself,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and we. have um, always been thinking that we would move in about four years when my son graduated and he can get social security and all of that and we're
0: kind of thinking hmm, maybe now. <laughs> yeah, and it, has your son graduated? No. And when does he graduate?
3: Not at all. He's a freshman, but uh-huh. he's in favor of it. Oh,
4: Great. <laughs>
3: Um, so basically, like I know, I, I I just know that it's time for a change. So we can either stay here, and he can change how he does his business, and I'm really moving more into my business which is what you, you've you told me several times to get out of his business.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Uh-huh.
3: Um, so we could either stay here and do something different or we could make a big leap and come over to the West Coast.
0: I know. You guys want to come here. Yeah.
3: We do. We do. <laughs> but, you know, like the, the, the world or the logical mind says, that's not very smart um, right. because he has all this reputation and, you know, we're just going to start over.
0: He is. Right, right. So I'm not a fan of the logical mind. In fact, I really think that whatever the thoughts are about anything, unless it's your mind's reminding you to grab unleaded versus diesel when you pull up to the gas pump, because that's really what the mind was created for, is how to solve logical situations in life. But humans use their brain to solve things like sh- where should we live and who should I love and what should I be doing for a living. That's what humans do. They they do that and then they get disappointed over and over again because the brain actually wasn't created to help them make those decisions it's through the emotional body the the emotional body is that place where we feel joy or a lack of joy that's our gps that's what's letting you know yes go in this direction or no not now and it doesn't go no not now it just goes no it's a very neutral relaxed system and, um, and so your system is telling you to move now, and it feels good and comfortable and relaxed. Your son is a green, which I think is unusual for his age. And, but your husband's the only one who's worried that he won't have the work that he needs, correct?
3: There's there's a bit of a um, financial questioning, like, is, is this wise, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but w- when i what I remember about your family is one of the things that you guys have worried too much about is money, and so what I would work on before you make this move because you are going to be heading to the West coast, whether it's now in the next couple of years, you will be moving here from what I can see is is that I want both of you to start to think about money in a very loving, positive, happy. Moment, not negative, worried, oh my gosh, this could happen. Because then when you're vibrating in that reality, and all you have to do is shift your frequency, you then jump into another reality, and then you have a very different experience with money. That's how easy it is to change one's life and create joy and happiness. It's not hard, it's just something that we haven't been conditioned in. So it feels hard, but after a few moments of practicing or days or weeks, it feels so much better to be vibrating in the reality of what you want versus the reality you don't want.
3: Yeah, I agree. And and also, I think we can both create things, and we are creating things um, that can go anywhere. You know, like what I'm doing, it's not so location-specific.
0: Exactly, exactly. I just
3: wanted your, uh, or my spirit guides, or if there's any, um, I, I... I, I guessed you were going to say that to do what to do what felt good. <laughs>
0: yeah, do what feels good, and and we're in a place now where you know thanks to the Earth's own frequency, even though everyone's worried about the Earth, she's actually vibrating in a much higher frequency than she has in many many centuries. So it's easier for us to detect that happy place. Our job then too is to let go of the logical mind and follow that path, because more joy is in that direction. Um, And I think you have the potential to actually be the breadwinner in the family if you allow yourself to be in your power and let your husband take a break and relax. And you know what I mean? I'm not saying that you both haven't been working hard. You have, but you're more excited and passionate about your work right now than he is. And so it'd be lovely for you to really let yourself be that person in the family for now so he can rest and recuperate. And then find more things that bring him passion because we can't do it when we're exhausted. It's really hard to discover our passion when we're tired or rediscover passion. So I'm all for the move and for you expanding into your magnificence so that you can create the wealth for the family. Thank you. You're welcome. Does that sound like fun? (laughs) It does. Okay. So that's where you need to be vibrating as if it's already happened. You're already the breadwinner. Your clients are doing fabulous. And your hubby's taking a break.
3: Yeah, and I, I want, I, I'm good with that, and I, I worry about it a little bit. Like, yeah, I you can't worry. If, well, I, I want him to feel as good about that as I do.
0: <laughs> if I had to wait until everyone in my family felt good about the decisions I was making for my own happiness, it yeah, would never you're right. happen. <laughs> never. So, you're right. please you're right. don't good wait. Advice don't wait for anybody. Just get on the bus and get going. Okay. Because thank you. It, you're welcome. Because once you start to be bringing home somebody, you go, oh, honey, huh, maybe I don't have to work this week. Huh. You know, he's going to realize that he really wants a break. But, <laughs> you know, so just don't listen to him. Don't worry about him. Don't try to shift his frequency. That's not your responsibility or your job. It'll take way too long. And you can't do it anyway. Only he can. And, my, and he wants to. I know. I know he does. Yeah. So, I hope to see you in downtown Seattle. We can, uh, you know, catch up with some tea or something of that nature. Because I don't believe we've ever met in person. No, and my son
3: lives there now.
0: Oh, one of your sons is in college here? He's working at IHME. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. I know. It's awesome. All the more reason to (laughs) land here in Seattle.
3: The one of your classes.
0: Oh, nice. Lovely. Well, thank you, Robin. Um, Please say hi to the family for me. And I look forward to seeing you soon.
1: Cool, great job. How about one short one before yeah, the next break? I think we got time. Sure. All right, let's take Valerie. She's calling in from Portland, and she's okay. all about raising vibrations, and we like to do that here, too. We do. So, Valerie, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, Marie. Hi. Um, hey. Uh, I'm calling because for the last um, couple months or so, I've been trying uh, my hand at manifesting and raising my vibration intentionally, and I've just kind of hit a rough patch. Okay. Um. I uh. And so I was just curious to see, like, how. What? What? What do I'm do? i do? <laughs> I'm having a really so in the morning. Like, I try to think of, I try to reach for the best feeling thought I can in the morning. It's just becoming so difficult, and it's feeling like effort, and it's feeling really hard right, right. now.
0: I think you hit a block. So, mm-hmm. what happens sometimes? Because we all have these false beliefs inside of us that are just. Yeah. I mean, if I could swear on the on the air, I would about it because it's. <laughs> It's completely untrue. It's all full of crud. And yeah. and so what's happened is you did nicely raise your frequency. I just threw out your energy. Your third eye looks beautiful. You're taking energy in through your root, your crown, the front and the back of your third eye. So, yes, you have been doing excellent work. I'm very impressed. Mm-hmm. And I don't yes. always say that to people. I go, eh, well, not really. you know. <laughs> but you really did. And then you hit a block. And so it, what's happened is there's probably a – so most of our beliefs – for humankind are false and personal beliefs about ourselves are inaccurate so you shift your frequency significantly and then you have a belief that's stronger than your vibration that's saying that you're not worthy or valuable something of Mm -hmm. that nature so here's what Mm -hmm. I want you to do And you don't have to do it right in this moment. But I'd love for you later on today or, you know, sometime in the next few days, I want you to lay down, put your hand on your abdominal area somewhere, third, second chakra, and I want you to just go inside, you know, kind of like a meditation. You don't have to be where your hand is, but just anywhere in your body. And I want you to ask yourself, what is blocking me from my magnificence? I want you to ask that question and then you're going to get an answer and you're probably going to get some images from childhood that are going to be related to this belief that's completely untrue. Like maybe you're not worthy or deserving.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think it's been really difficult to go. I had a career for like 13 years and it's been really hard to go from that career to putting it to, to rest. It's like from 60 to zero
0: and like you needed the rest it was so smart of you you're much healthier (laughs) you're happier Uh and and what you're doing is you're creating another career that brings you joy and and is of service to yourself which then is of service to the world right that's what happens when you do stuff that right so that's
3: been so interesting because every step i've taken towards that career has just been met with with it just it just doesn't happen. Like people give me their wrong email address. Because or you have I...
0: a block and the okay. the belief is stronger than your vibration at this okay. point. So once you figure out what it is, like I'm not worthy enough, which is what I think it will be something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know for sure, but that's what it feels like when I'm in your body, which of course is not true. You're super kind. You're compassionate. You have great integrity. You're honest. I mean, obviously, this belief is just full of you know what. And and, and so, as you notice where it's kind of settled in your cells or your tissues, because that's what you're going to notice when you're inside, um, then I want you to start to tell yourself the truth while you're in your body. I want you to have internal dialogue that goes to those spaces that say that you're not good enough. And then I want you to tell yourself, I am worthy. I'm valuable. I'm more than good enough. You know, I'm so that we can release that old belief and allow the magic to happen in your life that you deserve. Here's what I want to point out, which is very important for all of our listening audience. Once you heighten your frequency, that's when you detect blocks. If you have them or if they are affecting you and your growth factor of being the amazing person that each of us is talented and gifted, everyone is, then that's when the blocks can actually be recognized. If you keep your vibration low, you can't f- recognize the blocks because you are mm-hmm. you don't have this way to measure your vibrational pattern, like how you're noticing how it's challenging to keep your energy up right now. And it's because you hit a block. And it's great you hit this block because now we can release it. Mm-hmm. And I would just recommend, you know, s- feeding your being with that new information maybe every day for a couple of weeks or once a week for a few months so we can start to saturate it with the truth. Yeah. And then it's just going to dissipate and you're going to start to have incredible surprises that come in your life that allow your career path to unfold. Yay. Okay? Well, thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Have a great day, and we're going to take another break here on the Marie Cherry Show. And welcome back to the Marine Menu Cherry Show. Thank you, Vinny. Talk about high frequency, beautiful energy.
1: Love me some Michael Jackson. Uh, Any time of the day,
0: (laughs) anytime, 24 7.
1: If there was a station, I'd be listening to it. it Oh, that's very sweet. That's very sweet.
0: So, back to this whole thing about frequency. Uh, Let's talk about this again Mm because I don't think that there's anything more important right now in the world. Uh, At least that's my perception for now. Um, So if there's anything in your life that you haven't been able to figure out, it's not working out, let's try this experiment. In other words, the more you think about it in the negative way, you feel bad about it, disappointed, depressed, sad, angry, frustrated, whatever, you are going to continue to create a reality that will support that. So you have to literally stop the feelings that you're having about it, even though logically it fits. So logic has to go out the window and you need to find a way to feel differently about that situation. It's imperative that you do that because there are so many different available realities that you could be experiencing that will, that are nothing compared to the sadness, frustration, anger, loneliness, whatever despair that's going on. But you're not going to get to them if your molecules can't reach those realities. So you have to stop what you're doing and you have to do something else. Even if that means not thinking about the subject matter, that's going to help your molecules in itself. Or if you allow yourself the opportunity to feel differently about the situation, love whatever you can in the circumstance, be grateful for something that's happening in that situation, whatever it is, then you're going to start to get those molecules to go up. And then you can ask yourself as well, what do I really want? And then feel that, not what you're afraid of, but what you want. And feel it as if it's already happened. And allow that energy, that that feeling to sustain you for moments at a time every single day. It, it will literally take you to a brand new place of experience. And you will be grateful. So who do we have on the phone lines?
1: Yeah, we'll travel down to Eugene, Oregon. We have Linda joining us. Uh, maybe a question or two about blockage. So Linda, welcome to the show. What's up?
0: Oh, thank
3: you very much. Um, Every caller has really resonated with me, especially the last caller, and her question was very similar to mine. Um, I feel like I was really in the flow for a little while,
2: Mm -hmm. and
3: I feel like I have this blockage now,
4: Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure what that's about. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, when I'm reading your energy, you do have a leak in the second chakra, by the way, but what I feel is this overwhelming feeling of a lack of self-worth. I mean, like... It's significant. So let's say if I were measuring a lack of self worth from like zero to a hundred, and a hundred would mean that it, it's a higher uh, feeling for some people, mm-hmm. um, it's like eighty eight. It's really high. And and even when you said you were in the flow, you were in the flow, but it was a it was a, a trickling flow. You know what I mean? It wasn't okay. like a huge flow. It was which is perfectly fine. But what happens is when there's a little bit of change for you, you start to get your hopes up. And then when things don't continue, you start to move into disappointment energy. Yep. And, and <laughs> right. And, and that's a family pattern of yours. It's, in other words, it's in your family pattern it's in my family pattern too. So it's in a, it's comfortable. It's lots of people have felt it in your family. And so it's kind of like, well, pfft, here we go again. I'm back into disappointment energy. So that means, you cannot allow yourself to spend any length of time in disappointment. It's a frequency that's comfortable for you, even though you don't like it, which is great. But it's it feels like an old shoe or your favorite, you know, holy sweatshirt. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's too comfy. And it and if you get comfortable in it, then you're just going to maintain more disappointment. So you're going to have to literally find different ways to experience life. You can't be disappointed. You you just absolutely can't. You can't let okay. yourself go there, right? So right. here's an example. Um, my oldest daughter is getting married. in a month, a month from today, my daughter will be walking down the aisle with Alexi, this lovely young man who will soon be my son-in-law. Got a list of chores for him. Just kidding, Alexi. <laughs> got a list of chores. And um, about a year ago, because I've been engaged for a year and a half, my daughter asked me if I would walk her down the aisle with her dad. And her dad and I aren't married anymore. And I was just so emotional when she asked me. I didn't expect it. I was so grateful, and I was just really happy about it. I did have this little inkling in the back of my mind, like, eh, I don't think it's going to work out. And so lo and behold, it's not going to work out because the aisle isn't wide enough for her dad, her dress, and me. (laughs) Her, Her dress is big. So I had kind of been a little prepared for it. Um... But at the same time, I did notice my vibration drop about it, and I didn't want to feel that way, and I, I really want to celebrate her marriage, and I want her to be happy, and I don't want her to feel bad for me, because she can feel if I'm upset. So I quickly asked myself, well, what am I really happy about the wedding? And one of the things that I'm really happy about is that everyone's healthy. We have lots of family members coming from you know parts of the country and some people out of the country that are coming to celebrate you know this beautiful union between people that we all love. And I'm just really grateful that we're all happy and we can be present there. So that's what I did. I focused on that and I said that to my daughter. And that's where I spent the majority of my energy when I thought about, you know, her wedding day. And then lo and behold, about a week ago, she asked me if I would give the speech at the wedding because her dad doesn't like to do public speaking. So um I'm preparing my father of the bride slash mother of the bride speech. Aww. And I love public speaking. So What happens is when you heighten your frequency, you open yourself up to other opportunities that are actually more well suited for you or that you're going to like even more. Or maybe it'll be a more profound experience for you or other people that are connected to it. So you don't want to drop down in disappointment, even though it's a common pattern in your family. Mm -hmm. Don't do it because you will just be in disappointment and then you're not going to feel that you are this talented, lovely person who gets to have an amazing life. Okay. And you need to feel that. So you gotta find other ways. You gotta get curious. That's really what happens if you get curious about a situation and go, Well, wait a minute, what am I what can I be happy about this? What can fulfill me in this situation? Which is not what we ask ourselves. We usually go, Oh my god, how did that happen? And oh my god, this is terrible and nobody loves me or whatever we do when stuff hits the fan. You know what I mean? Right. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Have a gorgeous day Eugene. It's one of my favorite places. Thank you places. so much. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you, you too. So I'm hoping everybody's getting this whole situation here. About I hope frequency. so too, Right, yeah. Because we, our, our warm spots, our blobs will shrink, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world will get healthier and happier. We'll find better ways to farm animals. We'll find more delicious food that doesn't create as much poop and pee and protein food. You know what I mean? From waste. all the, yeah, waste. Thank That's you. What we don't like <laughs> methanes <laughs> and all those right, other and CO2, and yes, and all the other anes, yeah. yeah. All the things that we
1: don't like. It's against our body. I'll wrap it up for you in a nice little bow. <laughs> uh, let's take one more call before we end the show. A uh, lucky yeah. winner will be Pam from Missaqua. Okay. Looks like a, a issue with the
0: right eye, maybe. Pam. Ooh. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you just great.
4: Okay, good. Um, Well, a couple of things. First of all, I've been getting a shot in my right eye almost monthly for a little over a year. The last one held a little better, um, and I have been working with the, you know, not giving it energy and all that sort of thing, but I'm just wondering if you can, quote, see anything. Sure,
0: and I'm sorry for the degenerative disease that you're being treated for. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very sorry, and... Of course, things can change. Mm -hmm. Eyes. So one of the things I love about energy medicine is really looking at the anatomical areas of the body and what emotions can get stored in what organs. That's, you know, like one of my specialties. I love it. makes me very happy. So the eyes are about not seeing yourself accurately. You have a false perception of who you are. And that breaks down the eyes, actually. It breaks down the retina or... You know, uh, corneas or whatever, that's what breaks it down is a false perception of yourself. So, that false perception could be either a negative perception you have of yourself or a lack of a positive perception that you have of yourself. There's a couple ways you can look at it. So, what I would do is get curious about who you think you are and what you deserve and all of those things. I would get very, very curious. I would start journaling every day about who am I? Literally, I would write it on a piece of paper and then meditate. For a few moments in the morning, if that's a good time for you, and let your soul and your guidance start to enlighten you about who you are. So we can get your eye to stop, you know, degenerating.
4: Oh, um, okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. And and notice how it feels uncomfortable. That's a sign that we're on the right track. Discomfort. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I mean, it doesn't always have to be the sign, but in this case, it's a sign, you know, because you're like trying to contract your energy, but it won't let you. You kind of want to hang up. Not really, but kind <laughs> of.
4: You know? Well, that's interesting. You say because it does sort of feel like there's something inside me that just wants to explode. And, and I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> so let's
0: get curious. It's it's going to make you happy. This I promise you it's going to make you happy. You're going to feel better about yourself. It's going to be a magical experience. So please go enjoy yourself and have a magical experience with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day in Issaquah. Can we, yes. can we take one more, do you think? Sure. Let's grab New York? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, travel
1: out to the the big apple.
0: I just love the happy pregnancy thing. Yeah, hey,
1: we let's wait. End the show. Melissa, welcome to the show. What's up? <laughs> hi Melissa. I mean, obviously, except for what we're seeing What's here.
0: What's up is a baby, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So hi. hi Melissa from New York. What what can we do for you? Hi. Murray, thank you so much for taking
4: my call. Sure. I've, I've been I've been reading your book. I've been listening Aww. to your complete uh blog of all your podcasts for years great thank, you. thank um,
0: you well and you know I, I'm going to be in New York in I June. know you're going to be at the Omega Institute I'm going to be at Omega <laughs> yeah. teaching classes on anatomy and energy medicine and of course my favorite subject always is manifesting and co-creating our lives including our health so maybe I'll see you there So, um, so
4: I mm-hmm. lost my baby about Ooh. 8 months ago I'm so sorry Thank you. And, very sorry. Um, it was she was stillborn. I went into labor and mm-hmm. she was gone.
0: And how far along were you?
4: Uh, I was in labor, so wow. I was full term.
0: Wow, that's and a hard one. It was very, very
4: hard. Um, wow. My husband and I have had some real, some real transformation. I mean, I. I what you said really resonated with me that grief can be such a, trans- a time for transformation and right. we've done some amazing work with our marriage and with our life and
0: wow
4: you know we've really come to I, I sort of have the husband i always wanted and i think wow. I, I thank my daughter for it it's wow. just i desperately, desperately want another baby okay
0: so And I love that you wrote happy pregnancy, even though, you know, that's not necessarily the story, but it is, you know, that's, that's what I'm talking about changing the game. That's beautiful. And I know you want a happy pregnancy, meaning you want to have a normal, healthy birth is what you want to have, which you deserve. So anytime we're desperate, do you think that's a high frequency or a low frequency? Wanting. Yeah, wanting. What is that? High vibration or low? I mean, I don't
4: know. The desperation is definitely low. The right. needing, the wanting, needing is low.
0: Wanting, needing, desperation is low vibration. So, in order to create what you want, you need to feel that it's already happened. That you. I know already- but
4: How do I do that without like, just lying to myself? Like I don't <laughs> have. I my baby is not a lot. Right. I am not pregnant with another
0: baby. <laughs> but but so, so it's not about her. She's already done magical work and she had magical work you know sometimes souls come in just to be adored and cherished and loved and they don't want to live a lifetime so you know she was adored and cherished and loved every moment she was in your womb and every moment that you were with her before you know, you released her back to creation, right? Every moment, every moment she was cherished. And that's what she wanted. So that's what you gave her. So I want you to start feeling that you already have a family. You don't have to know what it looks like. You don't have to know how it happened. But you already have your gorgeous family. Stop wanting and start feeling that it's already here. Not how it happened, not what it looked like, but it's already here. And I wish I had more time to chat with you, but I don't. We took your phone call as fast as I could, and it was an amazing um uh, conversation, and so is everything else. So we're going to send blessings to blobs, wherever they are. The warm ones. We want to reduce them. (laughs) We want to reduce them, and I want you to send blessings to every area of your life, and feel what you want. You're happy, you're fulfilled, you're delighted, and you're grateful, because what you want is already here. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.